You're listening to the Swap Mono Live podcast show brought to you by our friends at OGO. Hey, you're listening to the Swap Mono Live podcast, and I'm here with my buddy Ryan Villapoto at home. And is this considered Newport? Yep, Newport. In Newport Beach. So, so man, it's uh, it's been an eventful summer for you so far. You got the two uh, dream races and. Yeah, it's um, it's actually going to start really getting a lot more, uh, a lot busier. Um, Thursday, I go to Chicago for um, the pit, bike, pit bike national. Yeah, the yeah. first one at um, Chicago Interla- uh, Sh- Chicago Land. Yeah. And um, it'll we'll be racing Friday. We'll be racing Saturday and Sunday. So uh-huh. there's there's a couple motos a day, and and I actually fly in Thursday morning and go straight to the track, and I'm going to actually build the track. There's like six oh, piles nice. of dirt. And um, so the first time that, that we're, that we're going to do a pit bike race at, an, at a NASCAR event. So. Yeah. so it's like a NASCAR race. And, yep, it's part of the tour up. of NASCAR. <laughs> and, you know, I think this maybe could lead to bigger things. Uh, but right mm-hmm. now it's just a pit bike and, and uh, you know, just an added, added show for their, for their weekend. Yeah. Now, is this the... Uh was this like the brainchild of Denny Hartwig? With uh, well, Rob Bytus, you know, as as the he's always the um, creator of anything of, of the pit bike, right? <laughs> he was the originator of it. So, yeah. uh, Rob, a big part of it. Denny also from our industry now, yeah. you know, originally from or there in Chicago, and that's where mm-hmm. Feld initially, or you know, that's where they left. So, yeah. he um, he works with uh, Chicago Land now. So yeah. Okay. So I saw some uh, Instagram videos of you. You went out there already once, right? Just yeah. So out. we went out for, I guess, all, all the tracks. Uh, I guess they pull a pull a driver, call it, like out of mm-hmm. a hat, a name. Ryan Villapoto, they pull a name, and they're allotted a certain amount of time with the driver. So um, that was Ricky Stenhouse Jr. So along with their allotted time with Ricky, um, Denny had me come out also for the PR stuff. and. Mm-hmm. And we hit some golf balls, rode pit bikes. Um, yeah, we were mobbing pit bikes wide open around the speedway. Yeah, we we actually rode around the whole entire speedway wide open in fourth gear, uh, and then we rode we rode part of the track that we're gonna have and mm-hmm. and hit golf balls into like uh they built up some um, mowed some like greens in the yeah. in the center and That's and we cool. hit balls off the top of the hot top of the stand. So it was a good time. We just uh, did the, and, and you know like I said, along with all that was all just PR stuff and just yeah. uh, promoting the race. Yeah. So the the uh, Pit bike scene is it? It's making a comeback. Huh? It's because making like, a pretty like strong when, comeback. Yeah, when it was fifties, and they're just like, you know, everyone was making these Chinese bikes and stuff. Remember SDG, the C company, yep, yep, the, yep. the Shanghai Dirt Grenade. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but like then it died off, and then yeah. now it's like coming back in the one tens category. Right? Yeah, so we had one fifties, well, and then one tens were pretty big, and then the economy crashed. Um, and BBR, I mean, they were building, they were yeah. building perimeter aluminum frames for these bikes, fifties oh, yeah. and one tens, you mm-hmm. know. So I had a few of their bikes, and pretty, um, you know, crazy. It just, it definitely died off quick, but now it's, it's coming back. And you see mm-hmm. guys like Twitch and his whole crew, and yeah, but it's kind of coming back in a different. Uh, My here's yeah. the thing. I think the biggest thing is, and as long as it stays this way, I think it'll, it'll stock. stick around. Yeah. Is like you call it super stock. You put bars on it, you yeah. put a shock on it, you put fork springs in it, and you put a pipe on it if you want. And you don't really change maybe the no, the stroke of it or anything. Yeah. Maybe it's Big a 110 now. Maybe you put a 130 in it or something. But other yeah. than that, you leave it a stock motorcycle. That's called, in my opinion, a super stock. Yeah. And that is the funnest way that I like to ride them. As soon as you go more than 
um, you know, as soon as you change like a bunch of stuff. And I think if you change like the swing arm to a, like a one inch longer, you're still okay. You're considered a super stock. But as soon as you're jacking the whole thing up, changing the geometry of the bike and, and spending a bunch of money, then it's not. Yeah, I think as soon as it, you make it. It's so not fun anymore. It, I mean, if you make it fast enough to really get hurt on. Exactly. And then as soon as you jack them up and you make them fast, and you make them tall, they actually don't handle as good. The yeah. best way they handle is the stock geometry. Yeah, because I, I saw the one in your garage has a stock pipe on it even, right? Yeah, so I ride mine around the neighborhood. And also, too, it's like my WR. Like I told Mitch, we're doing a, a project right now with the WR. And I was mm -hmm. like, um, hey, I want you to build a pipe for it, but I want it like quiet. Yeah. Like, I don't want a loud pipe, but I want to run a PC pipe, obviously, for you. Um, and he's like, yeah, no, I get it. So he's going to build me a, a special one that's quiet. Yeah, that's cool. So uh, did you did you do Twitch's race? At, uh, no, I, I didn't. No, I didn't do Twitch's. No, no, no. I, uh, Jim Driver at PC, he... Uh, he, I gave him an option to ride my bike or his bike. So actually, he came back in and says, "This thing's running like shit." And I was like, "All right, we'll ride. My, we'll try mine out." <laughs> and he goes, "Well, it's it's not as fast because he had it, it's hopped up oh, or whatever." Yeah. And um, he goes, "But the shock is good. It's Elka built me a, a shock for it to wow. test out." And then the, you know, because they're the big big shock builders for those one tens yeah, and yeah. Cowies, Hondas, Yamahas, all of them. So they didn't actually have one specifically for the Yamaha. And mm -hmm. essentially, they're all the same, but just some of the shock shafts are different. So yeah. I hit them up over just random email, like to the elka.com, you know, and the yeah. guy hit me back, the marketing guy, and he's like, hey, awesome. And so they built me a shock, and I posted some photos of it. And, and um, you know, but it's a really good pit bike shock. Did you get the reply? Is this the Ryan? Villano? Yeah. They're like, uh, is this who I think? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, hey, I, I'm like, hey, I need to, I, I'm looking to see if you guys have built me a shock. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was cool. They did. That's cool. Um, all right, so you got that coming up, Chicago Land. You know, Chicago Land Speedway, I've been there. That's where right. Stu raced. Oh, that's where they did have the truck race. Denny said that, yeah. where he got in a truck. Yeah. A little, it, like, super You know what's light. crazy about that was, like, you know, I would imagine the same of you. Like, I would, if you were going to go race off-road truck, right, I'd be like, oh, dude, RV's, like, the fucking greatest motocross guy ever. He'll, it'll transfer over perfectly, and he'll kill it. Dude. So I thought Stu was going to kill it. Dude, he flipped that thing like so many times and like Yeah, the, I mean four wheels are definitely different yeah. and you got to get the hang of it and I think certain times like like and I drove a little bit, you know, a little more of a, a trophy truck stuff yeah. and I drove one Pro 4. Um, but yeah, it's definitely not a not a motorcycle. Yeah. Uh, once you kind of get the hang of it, yeah, I think it's it might be a little easier to call it master or uh -huh. be halfway decent at. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, just jumping off off the off the couch or off the seat of a motorcycle, saying you're going to come in here and kill it, um, you're going to get waxed right away for yeah. sure. What was the thing you did in Baja? That was the 1,000 in a spec trophy truck for okay. uh, uh, Brenthal. It's funny when that press release came out. You know, I have a buddy that's super in that stuff. He goes, RV's going to break that thing in half in like the first 100 miles. Actually, it wasn't me that broke it, actually. It wasn't. It wasn't. Well, yeah. what ended up happening was, is, uh, so Jonathan drove the first 80 and I jumped in it um, after that. He So we got some clear area mm -hmm. and I got in it and everything was going good. We actually made a couple passes um, and then we were going strict. Uh, what at, we were driving down a straightaway and it was kind of rough, but it wasn't like gnarly, kind of mm -hmm. rough. And then all of a sudden the steering wheel had no nothing to it and like it was just sawing at the wheel so then we you know we get off the side of the track and we're looking at it we started looking 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 mm -hmm. and um it actually sheared the bolts off one of the bolts came loose on the steering rack uh -huh. and obviously one of the bolts came loose then it made everything just and it sheared the bolts off yeah. after that so so is, is uh but yes they do if you don't if you're not careful you will break a truck yeah. like right away out in the desert so racing those things is not only 
knowing how to choose lines and be a badass and have have. I mean, I haven't done it a lot. But yes, I mean, but you have to know how to conserve your vehicle, right? But y- exactly, it's it's a it's like a longevity race. That's a thousand miles of like some of the gnarliest terrain, you know. And and I only went not very long at all. Like I wasn't in the truck very long at all. Yeah. But just what I've seen is like, yeah, it's, it's being able to go fast, but over a long period of time. So sometimes faster is slower. And if you don't, if your truck can't make it and you break your truck all the time, um, you're never going to win, you know? Yeah. So, but yeah, it was a bummer. Cause the, that's definitely, um, definitely what happened. Mm-hmm. So seeing, uh, you know, being at that race and seeing that type of racing, did you get to watch or experience any of the motorcycles racing or was it they start way ahead of yeah i don't know exactly where they started but i was there and strictly racing truck and um so you never saw any never saw any bikes but it was it's a crazy experience man like um even like we broke and then like there was a a a group of mexican family like there and Mm -hmm. fuck one of them had a welder in the back of their truck so like (laughs) and prior to the race like we had a little issue um and we ended up we basically we couldn't turn the truck off um so the whole time it was there, we, we had to let it idle, mm-hmm. um, you know, while we were broke. So then we were welding on the truck also while it was idling and everything. Like they just pulled up and the guy pulled out and had, we welded it enough to limp it back yeah. to where we were going. So it's crazy. You know, the, the, uh, you know, you obviously have your, your, your good and bad people that wants to maybe build booby traps, but a majority of those people are, they're super into the racing and yeah. they just, they, I mean, they're, they're willing there to help and everything. It was awesome. So being, uh, at that race and seeing, the intensity of the off-road stuff would you ever want to race a motorcycle on that no even a truck to be honest like um i i would do a truck again but you definitely have to be smart about it like mm-hmm. you know there's i i mean i don't I, not that i haven't heard or whatever but i don't know i don't think they kill a lot of people down there but like you go into like these silt beds for instance right and like it'll be dead calm like air and it's like baby powder and like you it's a, it's a whiteout yeah. yeah so like get, if you do get stuck getting out of your truck there's things that are very 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 dangerous and mm-hmm. um you know and, and i didn't grow up in that industry so it's like for me to go out there and like just say hey i'm gonna go out and do this like you know you get yourself in a pickle really quick yeah. um going down in there to mexico now some of the races like the parker 400 and things like that like definitely more way more regulated and 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 um you know, I think call it, call it safer, but like, Mm -hmm. it just like, that's wild west down there in in Mexico. Yeah. (laughs) Sketchy dude. It it can be. That's the thing. Like if you don't grow up in it, you don't know it. Like it definitely worries, you know, worries me. Yeah. Hey, but let's take a quick break to uh, hear from my sponsors, but we're going to talk dirt bikes when I come back. Hey, SWAT Moto listeners. This is Zach Osborne, rider for the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna factory racing team. I love my FC450 race bike, but I also love the FC350. It has the handling of a 250 and the power of a 450, making it the perfect bike for both professional and amateur riders. Right now, Husqvarna Motorcycles is giving Swap Moto listeners 1,500 reasons to get a brand new FC350. Hurry into your local authorized Husqvarna Motorcycles dealer to find out more on the limited time offers available to get you on the track today. For over six decades, Scott Motorsports has pushed the limits of innovation, providing our customers with the most advanced technology available. Scott is honored to be the exclusive eyewear sponsor of the Swap Moto Live podcast. Athletes such as Chad Reed, Justin Barja, and myself, Adam Cientrillo, require the best performance, which is why we choose the Scott Prospect Goggle. Recognized as the number one goggle in racing, Scott is proud to be made in the USA. Check out scott-sports.com to see their complete line of high-performance goggles. 
Hey guys, Hunter Lawrence here. Lately I've been spending a whole lot of time at the mountain bike trails and the local area on my intense primer and the thing's badass. For how good it is going up the hill, it's uh, amazing coming down the hill. It's uh, comfortable, nimble and it doesn't feel uh, like you're going to go over the bars every five seconds. Uh, all their bikes in their lineup are awesome. So yeah, you're ready to get serious about training on a cross country bike or crushing lap times at your local trails or if you want to go a bit further longer and faster they they just brought out a new taser e-bike which is uh, yeah everyone's given the double thumbs up on so head down to your local intense dealer or, or purchase uh, directly at intensecycles.com check it out guys hi uh i'm mitch payton from monster energy pro circuit kawasaki team and uh just want to give a shout out to throttle syndicate um it's a new name but it's the same company that's been around for uh 30 years. We've been with them since the very beginning in 1991 and they're a big part of why our bikes always look the way they do. We're really proud to have them involved and hopefully they have a good year. Visit ThrottleSyndicate.com to view the full range of customizable graphic kits, gripper seat covers, sticker kits and more. Use promo code SWATMODELLIVE at checkout for a 20% discount off your order. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Life podcast for additional discounts in the shop. What's up, Swap Moto fans? The Toyota Escondido Action Sports Team supports some of the biggest racers in the sport, like Aaron Plessinger, Shane McElrath, Dean Wilson, Axel Hodges, Colt Nichols, Brian Deegan, and more. With over two decades of supporting racers, we've become known as the place to buy a Toyota truck in Southern California. Toyota Escondido is a proud sponsor of the Swap Moto Live Show, and all you have to do to get the best deal on a quality Toyota truck is mention the show and tell them you want the action sports special. Check us out online at toyotaescondido.com for more. We're back with the Swap Moto Live podcast with Ryan Villapoto. And, dude, so tell me about the 125 races a little bit. I mean, the first one was, I couldn't have gone any better. You know, you just waxed her. And then the second one was pretty pretty exciting because, I mean, you, you got to battle with the up-and-coming kid. Yeah, so hang time was awesome. Pulled the whole shot. Just to, that weekend's fun, you know, like get out, mm -hmm. go out with Mitch. First outdoor race. We uh, we go up, have a great time. And then um, hang t actually, Paula, we actually wasn't planning on racing it. Um, and then Mertz was like, hey, we should probably, let's race that one. You know, all the, all everybody's, you know, uh, local sponsors, just sponsors in general, like some of them might have opted not to go to Hangtown because they have one in their backyard. So I'm yeah. like, yeah, good idea. So we went down and raced it, and that was, a, once again, an another super fun trip, mm -hmm. um, a race. And uh, so, um, yeah, I always I always forget the kid's name, but um, uh. it's not Freeze, <coughs> right? Varese. Varese, yeah. Varese. He, uh, so I ended up pulling the whole shot from the way outside mm -hmm. and um, – you know, uh, led two laps and it's only a four lap race, led two laps. And, and, um, you know, I was, <coughs> I could hear, uh, you know, a bike behind me. Um, and I look back and it was a KTM. I didn't know who it was exactly, but you know, we ended up going back and forth. I think we passed each other three or four times or whatever th in two laps. And, um, you know, like it was, uh, interesting, like not interesting, but I was, I was, I was like, okay, 
it's a, it's a, you know, it's, it's a younger kid. Um, you know, I was just waiting for him to make a mistake, you know, like, and that's, I mean, I just figured he was going to. So what was the most, what I was most impressed with was not his speed. Um, Composure. But yeah, just keeping it together, racing somebody like myself. Not that I'm anybody to be scared of, but like him to be like, uh, you know, hey, oh my God, it's Ryan Villapoto. But he didn't, not yeah. at all. Not that he should, but I'm just, you know, that, that could happen, you know. Yeah. Um, and he, he held it together and I, he passed me, I passed him back. He passed me back, I passed him <laughs> back, you know, so. Um, and he just held it right there and, and held his lines and didn't get nervous. I mean, I'm sure he was nervous, but like he didn't show that he was nervous. So that was what was, was most impressive. And I mean, I had people tell me that that was the best race of, of the weekend, you know, like, it was good. so it was, it was fun. A lot of fun. Like I, for me, like, yeah, to win that would have been awesome, but that, uh, that was almost better because it keeps people, um, you know, excited about, you yeah. know, like just if I would have won, it would have been great. Like it would, but it, it's almost better that I didn't. You know, like just yeah, people, people got to see. Yeah, people talked about it. I didn't win. Um, <laughs> somebody else won. A young kid won. You know, just and and I'm okay either way, right? Like, um, I had a blast. Yeah. Like it was a fun race. Um, think so, yeah. about think about that about Freeze though. I mean, he, how many kids that age get to say, "Yeah, I raced Ryan Villapoto this weekend." I yeah. Know. No, and and beat and beat me. So. I think it's, it, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, it puts them on a, a little bit different stage, I think, especially for, like, the fans, maybe confidence for them for sure. Yeah. And also they're racing against in, in front of fans that never knew who these guys are. All those fans knew who I was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I didn't well, that, race that too long sick. ago. His, so. parents, his parents own the uh, Milestone Pro Shop. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he's always, like, like you know, when we would, we'd do the mini major race and we had the cover-up for grabs, like, there was one year where I was like, oh, dude, Reese is going to win. You know, it's going to be oh, sick. That. And then he was hurt. Okay. He didn't get to race, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, so I think all in all, like, it, 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 it's good for all, all together for, for that race, for, um, you know, for me. It just, it's just all around. It's a, it's a good deal. Yeah. I don't have to win for it to be good. Hey, why do you think people are so nuts for two-stroke anything? Um, I think just, I mean, ultimately you have like, say your old school, like I think there's two categories you have like the older crowd, older school, like that grew up racing those, mm-hmm. um, that, you know, see a dying breed mm-hmm. and you know, like it's awesome that, uh, Yamaha still produces a 125 and 250 and obviously yeah. you have KTM and Husky also. Um, but like, uh, for a Japanese brand, Yamaha is the only one that, that produces one currently. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think that they that they get to see them racing again. They, you know, they 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 get to smell the 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 premix and and the sound, obviously. But then I think you have another generation that's just that are that's they just you know they think it's cool. It's, it's, it's a novel, not it's, it's a novelty. That right? and it's not yeah. the norm. The norm is four strokes, and yeah. they also kind of people want to be different. Everybody's trying to like kind of like it's like okay, I'm gonna ride two strokes. You know, I'm gonna buy a two stroke, and it's like so you have like I think the two two that have come together, and and I it, I I mean personally, I think that they're like our nationals are missing a 125 class, not an exhibition like we're doing, like a legit 125 class, um, a little series, a six mm-hmm. race or four race series. And, and I'm saying get rid of Loretta, still go to Loretta's, be that one of the, be that yeah. the, the championship or the, be that the last round. Um, you know, because I, I, I just, I think that uh, our riders over here, like it's, it's hard to just race one big race a year, which is Loretta's, you know, everybody mm-hmm. trains for, for Loretta's and, and that's it, which uh, I don't think is producing the best guys. Do you have a uh, two-stroke class at the RV Cup? 
Um, I don't know if Thomas. Uh, yeah, he has a two-stroke class. It's a school, uh, what is this? College boy, right? That's a, that's yeah, but a, I mean a two-stroke class for anyone. Like, what do you mean? An uh, adult. Exhibition? Because well, college boy is an age class, right? Oh, yeah, probably. I don't know if we have one for old guys like myself. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make one. I'll just make one. Dude, you want to know what the funnest class at the, at the swap race series is? Is 250 vet. So it's like. Wasn't there like a, a any, Clydesdale class? Yeah. That was at the, that was at the Trans Am. That, okay. That was for the guys who weighed over 220. That's cool, too. But the 250 vet class is cool. It's a regular class, but it's like any anyone over 30, any 250, two-stroke or four-stroke. Okay. And it's just kind of like one big race. But yeah. It's super fun, man. I like. And I think that's what's cool, too. Like having, like, I mean, obviously you have your serious races, but I mm-hmm. think, um, you know, like races where you can add, like, a spin to the class you know and like mm-hmm. just like combine maybe a class or do like make something a little bit different um and and try something a little bit different not everything's gonna work but trying to 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 you know call it reinvent the wheel and, and find something that people are like stoked on you know like yeah. that class or or make it like a 120 uh, over 30 125 class yeah because like normally that's a it's a college boy class and you have mm-hmm. the young guys and you got to raise a bunch of young kids that are you know, like half the weight of you, Yeah. you know, yeah, and, sure. and half the age of you or whatever, you know, mainly it's the weight thing mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and the skill thing. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, if you had like an over 30, 125 class, mm-hmm. I mean, that might be a hit, you know, you, you don't know. Yeah, true, true. So, uh, all right. So the next thing on the docket for you beyond uh, Chicagoland Speedway is, is uh, summer camp, right? Is um, that summer camps before remember, the RV I, Cup? I don't know. I'd have to look at my calendar. But yeah, I have, I have, I well, no, I have um, Washugo 125 race too. Oh, yeah. So yeah. that's July, July. Okay, so gonna, summer gonna... camps first. So summer camps the first thing, I believe. Yep, summer camp is July um, 19th, 20th, and 21st. Okay. That's what the summer camp is. And then I go come back home for like two days. I fly back home here, mm-hmm. and then I get in my van and road trip up to uh, Washugo again, like we did last year. Ah. So, so you're, if you're road tripping back up, are you so gonna... I'm leaving on the 25th. Oh wow! Wednesday. Okay. So that'll give me. I'm gonna. My plan is is to be ready and loaded on Tuesday, which <laughs> I wasn't like when we left with Chase. Yeah. Uh, but be planned to be loaded and ready on Tuesday, and then I can peel out of here at like four in the morning to beat traffic, mm-hmm. and do a good 12 hours on on Wednesday, mm-hmm. which will put me uh, roughly around Grands Pass ish area and then uh finish up in the morning but actually when i pull into portland i'm picking up a, a motor home and i rented a motor home for washougal so oh, nice. um yeah so we're gonna my my the plan is is just to to cook good food drink some beers again and, yeah. and, and race dirt bike like that we had a blast last year um we're stepping up a little bit because i do i did rent a motor home uh-huh. um have some nice hot showers and just yeah. uh, you know just a little more amenities because I, I slept out of my van the four days so I was yeah like, i know I heard bum that. showers off trucks and <laughs> the, but it's uh, cool the hometown factor of it isn't going to cause you to do uh take the racing any more serious though right i don't it, it didn't last year <laughs> it didn't last year no it, it was like i said like um you know even between hangtown and wash uh, hangtown and and um you know paula i uh um, I didn't even ride, you know, like, and I haven't rode in a, I, I, I rode one day since Paula. Yeah. Oh, you went to Milestone. Didn't I you? went to Milestone. Yeah. yeah. I went out with the, the Yamaha guys and rode some production stuff mm-hmm. um, for fun. Um, yeah. So yeah, I haven't rode since, uh, since then, you know, so that's, that's kind of my deal. Like I, like 
you know, like taking it serious when it's, I mean, if that's, if you call that taking it serious, I would say that's the (laughs) farthest thing from taking it serious. Definitely. Um, but it's like, dude, I, it's like, I like told somebody the other day, I was like, Washougal like last year and like this year is going to be one of the super fun weekend. Maybe one of the funnest weekends I do, Mm um, you know, like at the track, this, this, uh, I mean, uh, you know, at, at this doing this type of thing, it's just super, it's fun where the, the river's there. Um, you know, we got music, beers, cooking, yeah. and a little bit of racing on my end, and then we get to watch racing. Like, it's just fun, you know. It, it's got to be. I wouldn't want to do it every weekend, though. Definitely. Yeah. I take its toll on your liver. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's one thing. Yeah. But no, just the, the dirt and the dust, you know, yeah. three, four days of that shit, it gets old. Yeah. But it's got to be so cool to experience a national at, on that, in that role, like a different you know, than the high pressure racing, 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 like, yeah, it, it's cool though. Like if you just say, Hey, go and do that without, without racing, like it would be fun, but I don't know if it would be as fun, you know, like mm-hmm. you kind of have a little bit of an agenda, yeah, which is going there to race. Like, um, so there's a part of it that kind of keeps it not serious, but like you're there to, to race. Mm-hmm. Um, like obviously I can go anywhere any I can go to any weekend party or concert yeah. or whatever, yeah. you know, like the, there's, there's, I could find something to do, um, and go and do that. But that's, it's just kind of the, it's kind of the deal of lining up, um, and being there. It's not too serious. You're racing a dirt bike mm-hmm. and you're around the whole industry that I, you know, I didn't necessarily grow up in there, but I've been in the professional industry since I was 16. Yeah. Is uh, your buddy with the eagle mask one with you? Uh, I did talk to Massive the other day, and he wants to try to come up. Yeah, so um, we'll see what we see what we can put together. Nice. All right, tell me a little bit about summer camp then. So uh, this is the third annual, or is it? Yeah, the third third, third year that we're doing the RV summer camp, and yeah. So I I got to come up for the first one, and it was, dude, it seems so cool. Like you know that and we did it. Yeah, no, it was cool. We had some hiccups, just like anything. Start yeah. and and. Last year, I feel like things went even smoother. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, we ended up running four days. This year, we're running. So we did three days of training. Call it, I think, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Friday, what was it? It was, um, yeah, we, I don't know. We did, we did four. So this year, it's, it's one day shorter. It's back to the original year, like how you did it. Yeah. Um, and we're just, it's, it's fun. Like every year, we make it a little bit better. Um, I have... Jake is Jake and Ivan. They're just they're really good teachers. They're really dude, really good dudes to hang out and, mm-hmm. and the and the and the, the people that we bring in as as fans and as people that want to learn, they're uh, they get along with those guys really well. So those are almost going to be probably my staples as long as I yeah. do this. And okay. then I'll just rotate guys out like um, we who's have some the, other. Who's the mystery guest? Oh, we can't can't give up the mystery guest. Yeah. Guest. Oh, I don't know. Is, is, is it like some? Is it is it a mystery guest that's lined up, or is it, you still have to get one more guy? No, no, I, no, no. I, I got a mystery guest. You'll see. It's coming up. It's coming out. Nice, it's coming out. Nice. Yeah. Um, is the camp full, or can people still sign up for? No, it? we can still. Yeah, you can still sign up. It's definitely getting um, close to being full. Yeah. Um, I try to keep it around a hundred, and that's why. I bring in other trainers to come in and, and take the, obviously I can't do a hundred people yeah, and yeah. I try to do anywhere from like, f- I want 15 to 20 maximum per, per mm-hmm. trainer. And, um, and also too, part of that, you know, it's seven fifty to, to come in and, and ultimately I really want to, I, I want to charge more. I want to make it a thousand, mm-hmm. but I want every year I want to, yeah, I want to yeah. make it a thousand, thousand dollars, a flat, flat, flat thousand. So, 
that um, maybe I don't necessarily have 100. Maybe I have more like 80, but mm -hmm. we'll see. I'll take 100 because I always have enough guys. Yeah. Uh, but we do meals. Like we do the dinners. We do uh, Friday night dinner, Saturday night dinner. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so in the, like this year we're renting, um, like call it an obstacle, uh, obstacle course. that has like some water stuff feature things uh -huh. in it. So for the kids stuff, yeah, you know, yeah, and, yeah. And, and that's why I call it a camp. Like, yeah, we're, you're going to learn stuff and you're going to get better at things um, on the dirt bike. Mm -hmm. And for sure, that's what, you, that's what you go that. there. But it's, that's why I call it a summer camp, you know, yeah. like so that there's the kids run around, play and, and do their deal um, and have just a lot of fun. So um, and also I can charge a little bit more and hopefully add some other elements to it yeah. and bring more people in. Um, what's, what's the ratio of adults to kids? You know, it's, it's, I wouldn't say it's 50, 50, or it might, it might be, I'm trying to think last year was seemed like there was close to about the same, mm -hmm. um, and all ages for that matter, you know, guys on fifties, kids on fifties and, and, you know, 50 year old guys, you know, yeah. so we actually have a separate 50 track too, that we're going to, we're going to place a station there for mm -hmm. beginner fifties and sixties. Mm -hmm. And so what we do is we just run like say seven stations and the stations always stay the same Yeah, because people like, I know some of the parents and people are like, well, why are we doing the same thing over and over? It's like, well, do you not understand that? Like I didn't get good and I didn't get to be what I, you know, who I was in as many races as I won because I, you know, tr uh, didn't practice starts. Like I, I did millions and millions of starts. Yeah. My dad made me do starts. He made, we would go to the same track all the time. Like the, mm -hmm. the, the, the tracks develop a little bit differently. Every, every time you come, come and show up, mm -hmm. um, you know, we ride the same tracks here in Southern California all the time. And, yeah. and it's, it, you show up every day is a little bit different well, this day. It's maybe a little bit shitty and it's dry and dusty. Well, you got to learn how to ride it. And then this day it's mm -hmm. bitching and super deep rut. So you got to learn how to ride that. Do you, do you have them prepped differently on each day? So what we do is we actually show up Friday and they get to ride a fresh track. They, and then we, and then we leave that for Saturday. So like you show up and ride, I know you, You've done it like you show up and ride friday and it's it's awesome and then you and they don't groom the track and you show up saturday and you're like man i don't it's hard to ride because some of the ruts get hard yeah. and then it, the track develops um you know acceleration bump so ultimately it gets it starts off easy and then gets harder and then harder and then we'll do a groom for sunday mm -hmm. um and then we let them out and we, they redevelop that that track all out and get the ruts and breaking bumps and things like that with nice. and then they start fresh on sunday do you have any um campers not necessarily kids, but like adults who are just totally dorking out on you. Um, actually, we do a we do like a cocktail hour, co cocktail night. Uh -huh. um, so I know like the first night, like I, we had a group of of you know let's call it mom and dads that like just they were just we were just chilling. Like we have a campfire going down by the the three thousand building that we have where we eat dinner with everybody. Yeah. And they just had a great like we they were just we were just hanging out bullshitting. They they could ask questions this that whatever like mm -hmm. just call, call it social hour. And then last year like. We're like, where, you know, things kind of died down and we're like, where, where, you know, where everybody goes. So we're like, oh, well, let's just go back to the, to the house. And, and, um, I guess like, like 10 or 12 parents, 15 parents showed back up. Where, where are they at? It's cocktail hour. Tonight's the night. Like, <laughs> and, uh, so we ended up doing it the next night afterwards, oh, but, nice. but yeah, it was, um, so, you know, it's that being said, like, I think that like, there's kind of, it's fun for everybody, you know, like the mm -hmm. kids, the writers, and also the parents that are there, like they get to um you know hang out once they put the kids to bed you know say at like nine o'clock like um if they want to like have a conversation with us or 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 ask us like maybe questions they didn't want to ask around a bunch of people or their yeah. kids or things like that like they have that opportunity to do that hey is um gray's orv is it uh more popular now 
that you're associated with it than it was when it was, was it called Saddle Line before? Straddle Line, yeah. Straddle Line, yeah. Um, I don't know, because I was obviously gone. I don't yeah. know exactly how, how popular it was, but um, I do know that, um, you know, Brent's been working really hard on, on, you know, getting the, we actually had a bunch of, like, not topsoil, but, like, leaves and, you know, trimming, grass trimmings, a bunch of stuff brought in mm-hmm. and mixed it in with the dirt, and it's been, it's, I've seen photos of it, and I haven't actually been up there yet, but it's been, seen photos, and the photos look really, really good, so... Mm. Um, you know, I think that we're just, it's building, you know, actually, I think there's more tracks now than there ever has been up in the Northwest. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, so, you know, but we don't have that big of a rider, um, count up in that area just cause our winters are so long. Yeah. So, um, you know, sometimes that's, uh, you know, it's sometimes that's hard cause, you know, we just had, uh, a pack West round at the track and it did really good. There's like 240 entries. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and there was a, there was a race held just like 30 miles down the road. Yeah. And they had like 100, they averaged 160 per day. Yeah. Um, and we, on Sunday we had 240. So it just, it's, it's, it's tough because we don't have that big of a pool. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, other people running businesses out there too. So yeah. it's just trying to produce the best product. That's what, that's what we're trying to do. Cool. All right. Uh, and then the next big thing up there is the RV Cup, obviously. Yeah. So we got RV Cup coming up uh, um, right after that, basically, have, too. Have people begun to pre enter yet? I think that's either open or it's about or it's to open, open like yeah. this next week. So um, I think it's going to be real. Uh, here's the deal like, I'm from up there, and that's at the time there was no national, there was no, you know, like, I think we came down and I think it might've been a golden state that we did at Glen Helen one year. Like mm-hmm. I was my very first, like I, I traveled out, of, out yeah. of Washington and, um, but like there's no national, um, or national caliber race race, mm-hmm. um, anywhere like close to other than, you know, Southern California, you have the Cal classic, yeah, yeah. right? Mammoth, I guess would be the technically the closest, mm-hmm. um, which is still pretty far and, and a race that you have to qualify now for. Um, so it's, it's tough. So I think that, I think the race itself is going to do well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you have from Northern California, Oregon, you have Montana, Idaho, all those states that are, that are up there around Washington that they all have to travel Yeah. and travel far. So I think that, uh, you know, it's a, it's not that far of a drive yeah. for some of those states. And I think that you're going to have people that, that are going to want to come race it. I, I would That's what that, I'm hoping. I would hope that a lot of people from California would make the drive because I mean, it is after Loretta's. I mean, obviously, I know that Loretta's is a big one, but here's the deal: only there's only a small percentage of the racers that get to go to Loretta's because it's a qualifying yeah. race, right? Yeah. So, yeah. the ones that don't make it, and I don't, the Loretta's is Loretta's. Like my my whole goal is is we're not necessarily trying to get the Loretta's riders. I mean, if mm-hmm. you want to come, great. Um, I'd love you to come, mm-hmm. but it's the ones that didn't make it that still want to go race a national yeah. that you know have I mean, a place now to go. I will say, like, okay, if you're listening and. Having been to the facility, it's amazing. It's awesome. It's a great track. It's beautiful. It's a really nice area up there. I'm sure the weather's gonna be nice and fair, right? Yeah, it's gonna be good. I mean, so, you might have might might see a couple of days in the 90s, but I, I doubt it. Yeah, but I mean, like mid 80s. It, it, it's unlike anything we have down here in California. It so is. Like, I, no, I don't. No, I haven't been. To, I've been to a lot of tracks, and I haven't been to one like that. Yeah, I would say that the thing that seems the most similar would be Zaka, which is gone now. Which, which was, I mean, I think that what maybe 1% of, of riders yeah, ever rode. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It was a <laughs> Only ever seen photos, you know, it's like semi-private. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's, it is a beautiful spot and, and it's a cool place and we just keep making better and better. Mm-hmm. So 
Is there a uh, entry cutoff for that race? Like, would you would you say? Oh, that's no. I mean, obviously, we, we do forty two class forty two. There's Riders. forty uh, thirty. I think we have thirty six or thirty eight gates. Yeah. Um, and if we have more than that, we'll do obviously a division. Yeah. So no, there's no entry cutoff on that one. What class is Wahid gonna race? Wahid, I think he should race um, like this. He should. I mean, he's too old, but he acts like he's twelve to eighteen or twelve. So he should race the, uh, um, the, the college, college boy. boy. He acts like it. He just you're you're way too old, but you act like you're that age. So let's let's just sign you up. Your ID, you'll pass. Yeah, college nice. boy. Cool. Well, uh, yeah. So that that sounds good. I mean, I hope I hope the event turns out great for you. I mean. Yeah, I think it'll be good, awesome and then. Facility, man. Um, I think after that shipment, I think we have dad's memorial race, which is mm-hmm. last week in, um, Octo- uh, August, September. It's like, yeah. I think Memorial weekend, right? Yeah. 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 So, um, and that's just going to be fun. I hope people, I hope a lot of people come to it, but if, if 20 people show up, I don't care. Yeah. Um, we have a band and, 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 you know, like just some cool stuff going on at that race that we'll just be racing and, and it's driven towards a little bit of the older crowd, mm-hmm. you know, um, 21 and above at this point. Um, just because like I, it's based around what my dad would go and race. It's not, yeah. has nothing has to do with, it doesn't have to do with, let's say per se alcohol, but, or that crowd, it just has to do with my dad wouldn't want to go and sit at a track and wait all day and to race two motos. Peewees. Well, not even that. It's just like, Hey, I'm going to race two classes and I'm going to be here all day and yeah. I'd be here at seven in the morning and be, leave at five yeah. where if I cut out the mini bikes and if my dad had the opportunity to go and race a race and he's like, Hey, I can go here and race and I can show up there at like eight or nine or whatever. If I yeah. start practicing at nine, I can show up at eight yeah. and we're done by three o'clock. Then I can go home. I can prep my bike. Like it's not a super, and I can get up and come back the next day. Yeah. Um, so it's driven for like the, um, you know, called the little bit older, older crowd, you know, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's what I know my dad would, if he was going to go and race, that's what he would, I mean, that would be a race. He would be like, this is cool. Yeah. This is driven. For, this is for us. Um, instead of being somewhere for, for 12 hours a day. Definitely. All right, dude. So how gnarly was father's day? Um, it was, I mean, it was like, like as I'm sure people see my post, like it was, it's, uh, it was obviously awesome on my end for, for oh, yeah. you know, cause yeah. I'm a dad. Um, but we didn't, you know, like we didn't celebrate Father's Day like we should have, you know, like, so as for a sentimental thing, you know, like we just, it, it didn't necessarily hit me, um, you know, like, oh my, like, like that, like it's Father's Day and, and like I went out and took my dad to, you know, breakfast every year, yeah. you know, like, yeah. um, and I don't know if most racers, families are, I don't know if they are like that <laughs> or not, you know, it's just, I don't know if it's our, our type, but we didn't do that. So it was, you know, ultimately it's just a, it, all the way around. It's a, um, looking at it, it's just a, to, it's a sad deal. Um, mm-hmm. you know, so, uh, so it's, 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 you know, I, I'm not necessarily emotional about, about, you know, like, because it was father's day, I guess. The first one without him didn't. Yeah. Because like it, that wasn't, uh, it that wasn't, wasn't a big deal for you it, guys. We yeah. didn't do that. Like in it, just because normally we were racing or doing something, <laughs> you know, and like, and I think it also, it's just how you, how you're brought up from your mom and dad. If it, you know, like if it was mother's day, my dad didn't say, Hey, it's mom, mother's day. And we're going to go out and do this. And we're going to do this for mom. Yeah. And we're going to take her to breakfast. It wasn't, it wasn't like that, you know? Yeah. So what did you do on father's day? Um, so father's day, we, we hung out here at the house and, and, um, we, uh, I cooked some steak and, and, uh, had some champagne and beers. And then we, and, uh, we went to a concert. Uh, nice. My wife brought 
me and and her dad to a concert. Uh huh. So it was it was I had a great time on Father's Day. That's good. Yeah, it was good for me. You know, Father's Day is the only day of the year where I can get my two daughters and my wife to mountain bike with me. Oh and yeah. They, and they have to do it with a smile. They can't <laughs> they can't complain. And, and I get to choose e-bikes, huh? Yeah, e-bikes? I, 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 they're all on e-bikes. I was on a regular bike, and it was, it was pretty funny actually. They smoked me up the hills, you know. But uh, they paired it on uh, on uh, turbo mode, huh? Yeah, but it was a good time. It was pretty funny because that we, you know, I couldn't take them like to like where no, we were it's got to like, be some Elmo fire road or stuff. something, you know. So we did. Have you ever heard of the Fullerton Loop? Uh-uh. It's crazy. It's like it's in Fullerton. It's like a city, right? And the best way to describe it is like the Fullerton Loop is like miniature golf. Like oh, really? it's fake mountain biking, you know? Because it's like it starts at a courthouse and it goes down this dirt trail and through some like real legit dirt areas, but it's like parked, like nice stuff. All green. And then it goes through a neighborhood behind somebody's house and then it goes like literally down abandoned railroad tracks. And then, like, there's a part where it goes through a golf course on the side. Oh, really? And then another part that goes railroad tracks and all that. So huh. it's pretty, it pretty, it pretty fun, but it's, it's also crazy that it's so well-established because, like, I rode it, like, three or four times with buddies before I remembered where to go. It's really easy to get lost because okay. you're... In the yeah. middle of the jungle. <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, I mean, you always got those people that... Like, there's a lot of people that I think that might ride or walk or whatever, and, and, and they're active, but they're not riding, like you said, El Moro. Yeah. yeah. They want... They, there's always a place that's kind of needed to, to urban riding. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah, right at the end, my, my youngest daughter, Megan, goes, Dad, this was super fun. Like, if I could always ride your e-bike, I'll come with you whenever you want. And I was like, really? Cool. <laughs> And literally, like, two minutes after that, she went over the bars on this downhill. And then she and was over it. I think she's over it now. And not only that, you're not going to run or ride fire roads all the time. That's true. That's <laughs> true. But I don't know. So, uh, Levo Life, dude, what's up? Like, you, yeah, you so got, I, I, had the, I, had, I had the Canevo. Um, and as you, as you know, you've rode around here. Um, there's really not a whole lot that's flat. Yeah. And I'm not, no downhill guy you know like i've spent most of my time on epic yeah um so and i, I like that stance uh mm-hmm. geometry of the chassis better um, yeah because nothing over here is flat and and i if i go or when i go i want it i use it even though it's an electric bike um i use it for uh i use it for training you know mm-hmm. like to mm-hmm. you know hopefully lose some weight yeah, um, I have so I always they have the three settings and I actually dial I dial mine down to um, uh, 15% assist yeah. uh, and that's when I'm unless I'm going to go with, or unless I need to like bump it up I'd try not to go there yeah and just go and ride like that so um, I ended up uh, uh, sending the, the bike back to headquarters specialized headquarters yeah. and they're going to send me back a Levo. Have you dealt with Curtis Keene yet? Yes, I have. Yeah, the new. Dude, the new, how sick is that? That he's the new guy. Like, yeah, high level. Yeah, no. So it's it's awesome. Um, that company obviously specializes. Has been behind me for, well, since um, I don't know, early I guess two thousand ten ish. I yeah. think eleven. Yeah. Yeah, ten. Uh, been on a uh, been riding specialized since then. So awesome company. My kids started out on the on the on the um, push bike. Yeah. Um, what is that um, one called? It's called the. Uh, Hot, hot rock, uh, hot walk. Yeah. Hot walk. hot walk. Yeah. Yeah. And then they just, they just got their pedal bikes. Um, I don't know what those ones are called, but, um, they just got a, uh, 10 and a 12 inch pedal bike. And yeah. 
and it's it's crazy because they're two and a half and i started riding a bike at two and a half but i don't know if i had training wheels before or not but uh, i pulled it out they were pumped like i got them both the same color so we can't yeah. fight over the bikes yeah, yeah. and i went and picked him up we actually went for a swim class and then we went and picked him up afterwards and mm-hmm. like they were like pumped okay and, so your kids are good on the, the the hot walks right and they're pretty badass on the stasics right so do they just jump on a pedal bike and pick it up right away, or is the whole pedaling thing? Right well, so I think it's, it's I think it's it's you you do you, you battle either one or the other. So if you start with training wheels, you battle like um, if you don't, well if you don't have if you don't have um, a, a hot walk, which yeah. you get the balance down right away because there's obviously they, that's what the point of it is just a balance bike. Mm-hmm. Um, but then so when I pulled out the pedal bikes, Brax. Um, the one that looks like my wife, he jumped right on it. And I said, you know, you got to pedal and you got to like, I showed him to kind of how to make a circle. You know, he doesn't. Uh-huh. So he kind of picked it up like pretty much as soon as I pulled it out of the car, like I showed him and he was riding like within 15 minutes. Uh-huh. Um, but Gage on the other hand, which I think has more bike control than Brax. Mm-hmm. He was having a hard time do a whole a, a circle and 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 with the pedal with the brake, you know, going backwards. Oh, backwards, yeah, yeah. He would go halfway and then he'd go to pre- push forward and he would actually it actually go back on the brake and slam on the brake. Yeah, so he'd hit the brakes and he'd fall over or whatever. So he he ended up riding it a little bit the first night, but not really. And the next morning he he figured it out and now they're they're ripping. But nice. so I think you battle either you battle the balance, but you your brain knows how to pedal. Yeah. Which I think balancing is the, probably the scarier part mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For, for kids. So I think the balance bike still is a way better option than putting yeah. training wheels on so the bike. So essentially your kids never had training wheels. I actually showed up and they put the training wheels on the bike at Specialized. Yeah. And I said, no, no. I said, let's I don't, take these off right here. And I just left them at Specialized <laughs> at, at the Costa Mesa store. Nice. Because, um, you know, if they can't ride it, they can't ride it. I'm not yeah. going to put training wheels on it. Because yeah. it's, just, it's just another, it's a crutch that you're going to have to break. Another habit you're going to have to break. Yeah. When we went to, uh, when I joined you that day on a Sunday to go pit bike riding, I was tripping out at Brax. Like when I was like, he was sitting there waiting for you, and he's like looking at me, and he smiled and just pinned it down that parking lot. <laughs> but he pulled a full on like 180 turn without. Yeah. It seemed like he didn't even let off the throttle. I know they were out in the grass yesterday, and he was, um, he was, he was on the gas yesterday, like full leaned over, like not, he was in the grass, but so it was a little bit slower than on the pavement, but on green, I think those, those Stasics do about 11, uh-huh. um, you know, when they're fully charged, but yeah, full leaned over leg out, like, but almost sometimes not paying attention. So I'm like, dude, you're going to eat shit. <laughs> and, uh, he never did, but yeah, they, they, you know, like if I, they know, like if they're riding on the sidewalk, I put it on, um, I put it on, uh, red just so they don't pull away from us. Cause I don't want to yeah. have to sprint after them. Um, yeah, no fun. Yeah. And then uh, sometimes they're on yellow, but then when I go to like grass or certain areas, like I'll, I'll put it on green. So they, mm-hmm. they, I mean, they can ride a motorcycle like PWs essentially are like right around the corner. I just don't want to have to, I don't, I'm almost positive. They can't touch the ground on them yet. So mm-hmm. it's like, I don't want to have to hold them up all the time. Yeah. Um, or if they get away from me and then they end up stopping or whatever, they can't touch the ground, surely can't hold the weight of the motorcycle at this yeah. point. So, um, but as for, they are, they are hundred percent, um, you know, riding dirt bikes. I consider those just electric dirt bikes. You yeah, know? definitely. They're ready. Man, you know, what was crazy is like how big the, uh, 
how much people love that video that we made of you with your kids. Just yeah, how did it around. do on YouTube? I, I remember uh, you said it did pretty well six, early. 63,000 views uh, in three weeks. Nice. So, I mean, that's the type of video that's timeless that will continue to grow. Yeah, so, yeah. So, okay, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen it, go to our YouTube channel, which is uh, Swap Moto Live, or YouTube.com slash Swap Moto Live, and uh, look for Sunday Fun Day with Ryan Villapoto and the boys. But uh, I was tripping out, like, how many people didn't know what a Stasic was? Did you, there, the yeah, comments I, were like, oh, my God, what is yeah, that? Yeah, what is that? What is that? I want to get my kid that. Yeah, I don't... Um, I mean, I, I I think I mean I follow them and I've seen them all over, so I wouldn't say the marketing's bad. Yeah. Uh, maybe they just need to beef it up or try to um, market outside of our maybe industry. They should, maybe they should run ads on Swap Moto Live. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> Let's get. Uh, I don't know. Maybe contact Harley for that one. Yeah. But uh. But I think it's like I said, it's it's awesome. Like I'm in Newport Beach and we can go ride in right here. They're actually out riding right now. Yeah. Um, on you know. Yeah, I th- saw them like five miles away. Right. Yeah, down the, the sidewalk around. and around at the park and everything else. So um, they can go wherever. Like the bikes are really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think that electric is something that is, um, get, uh, you know, gas or, or oil that type of stuff. And that's never going away. Yeah. Um, and and uh, nor do nor do I think that that's why we have global warming. I think it's full of, that's full of shit. But, um, I do think that if you live on a two and a half acre piece of property or a a five acre piece of property inside city, the city limits, and you have like these, like, like that, you know, like I, I, I'm sure all the Japanese brands are working on them, but I currently have only seen the Honda one Mm -hmm. bikes like that. Um, for certain applications are, 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 I think we need to have them. Yeah. I, agree. I I think we need to have them for sure because it's like okay well noise is the killing factor noise number one number two dust yeah so if you have a way to keep the dust down like go right ahead and, and ride your dirt bike in your backyard yeah, you know, it's, it's pretty awesome yeah I think uh, I th- I think there's gonna be something else popping up besides that Honda you know I mean, uh, I, I I'm assuming everybody's and, working and like, on it I mean I was, Yamaha already has their um, elect, uh, uh, pedal assist, um, yeah. bikes, you know? So, yeah. I mean, it's right around the corner. KTM has their fifties. I mean, it's, well, KTM has an electric motorcycle already. It's just not a, yeah, they have like that trials bike, um, yeah, I think it's thing. So, I mean, hundred percent there. It like, I know every manufacturer has it. If they don't have one, like that's able to ride on a track, but most, uh, I'm telling you, they have them. <laughs> they have them ready to ride on a track. Yeah. Maybe not for sale, and they're yeah. not ready to produce the pictures. What would you think about motocross racing all electric bikes? I like I said, I don't think it's going. I don't. Th- I don't think that's where we need to go at all. Um, mm-hmm. Like I like burning fuel. I, I like you know catching shit on fire. So um, that stuff's in, in in my opinion is not going anywhere. Nor do I want it to go anywhere. I just think there's certain applications for electric that yeah. that can work. Definitely, but I mean. Like I, I, feel I, I don't, it wouldn't, you know, I think that, like I said, I think you could potentially have like, call it maybe a new type of sport, like urban yeah. street racing, supercross, <laughs> like urban, like a street race deal down streets and yeah. almost like rollerball or like something like that, like something like crazy off the yeah. wall. But like, I wouldn't want to go to a stadium and hear a bunch of electric bikes racing around. Yeah. It's kind of, they're like, okay. So when the altar was still around, uh, I filmed Malcolm ripping on one uh with another rider and they're like jamming and dicing and stuff and it was kind of cool because you could hear them laughing and like talking shit to each other but at the same time 
that noise is what really accentuates speed or the perception of it, right? Because I mean, Malcolm's lap times were not far off. What he noise was doing. is a is a big thing. Yeah, uh, I you know when you when you see those senses, then when you see something and then you hear it. Yeah. Um, you know, like those are all big pieces, you know, yeah. of, of, and smell and certain things, you know, like mm-hmm. not necessarily seeing a guy go fast, but like, it's like, you know, yeah. uh, you know, the senses that we have and see and feel and touch and taste and all that stuff is, is that's what makes things kind of come to life. Yeah. Definitely. That's what's hard to like for somebody that's blind or deaf, you know, like Ashley that, you know, used to mm-hmm. race or, you know, I don't think she still races now, but not professionally or whatever, yeah. you know, like. Um, for her to be as good as she was or, you know, like that's, that's takes a talent alone, you know, to, to be able to, to do that, you know, mm-hmm. master that. Yeah. Without knowing. Because it's like you, it's as for us, like as riders, because we can hear, it's like, as soon as you go to twist the throttle, we were know there's sound going to come out. So if we were to twist the throttle on something and sound wouldn't come out, like we would be like, we would be so screwed up. Yeah. Definitely. Hey, it's uh, so it's June, almost July, and uh, unbelievably, it's coming earlier and earlier every year. But like twenty twenty times around the corner, right? With bikes. Yep. Are you? Have you been approached yet by Yamaha? Like, hey, we're going to give you a new bike pretty soon. Or um, I think is, I, and I've talked to um Mike Ulrich about that, so I know um um. Uh, I know that's right around the corner. Uh, to get mm-hmm. a new one, so yeah, it's. Um, so uh, when you said you rode the other day, um, did you ride? A one of them was one of them was a newer, new model. Yeah, was it the new four fifty? Yep. Yeah, yeah. How was it? Um, made some some pretty uh, good changes to it. Nothing nothing drastic, but yeah. um, just once again, like I know that I know the Yamaha four fifty one, um, you know, shootouts and, mm-hmm. and things like that. So um, without getting into too much detail, because I don't know what I'm allowed to say and what I'm not. Um, <laughs> You know, definitely for for an improvement on some, some st- stability stuff and, and and things like that. So, for me, like I said, I I can't. Um, I've always been a top racer and yeah, raced yeah. at a very very high level. So for me now, it's like I all I do is I go on I get on on the bike and I'll ride three or four laps at a a good pace. Yeah. But like I come back and say the bike's awesome. You know, I don't need to race it. You yeah. know, so um, you know, like I that Yamaha 450 like handles great. It's got a ton of power, and the biggest thing is, is from a consumer standpoint, is like, is like it, it like I know things are gonna break, but parts and like nothing, stuff wears out on it. But like, put it this way, I ran my first 450, the first year that we did a, uh, uh, you know, signed up to to partner up. Yeah, I rode over 20 hours on a bike, and I didn't change a chain roller or anything. Mm. You know, like it was, and that's 20 high quality hours yeah i mean that's and when i do ride that's faster than the than most average or all average consumers right and now that doesn't mean that i'm harder on the bike than than some guys because some guys are just hard on equipment right so but as for chain rollers chain sliders that being that there ain't no being hard on that or not hard on that Mm -hmm. that those Mm -hmm. wear out regardless but i didn't i didn't wear one out like it was that's what's cool for me because i'm not no factory race mechanic like i don't want to be chaining chain chain sliders and rollers all the time and chain guides and things like that you know so it was awesome to see the durability of the yamaha yeah hey what was it like um you know at at the peak of your career and everything what was it like to like look at a brand new dirt bike and know that it wasn't capable of containing you like like you knew you could override that bike past its abilities 
I don't know if I don't know if I ever looked at a 450, and and I think it just comes to stages. I never looked at a 250 like that either at the time really? I wrote it. Okay. I mean, at the time I wrote it, being as the weight I was, the how mature I was, mm-hmm. um, you know, like, yeah, I'm riding it close to the edge. I think. You know, like certain crashes happen because maybe maybe you the tire did slide out or something happened. You pushed the tire too far, but like mm-hmm. ultimately, like I think that you're gonna see. I mean, it's gonna it, every progression's gonna happen. It, the guys are gonna get going faster because they're gonna learn ways to go faster. And it's kind of like I guess easy way to um, um, visually see it now is is like I went to um, when I was in Spain over. I was in Europe for. I think some testing stuff, and we went to um, uh, X MotoGP uh, guy's house. Um, I'm trying to think of his main name. Um, I can't think of it, but he had a full little road race course in his back, and he mm-hmm. would race and he would ride little bikes, like the, like pit bikes, essentially yeah. for road race. And he showed me photos on his computer of of say like Danny Pedroza and then um, uh, Marquez, same teammates at the same time or at the, currently when they were racing and he would show photos and he'd say, Hey, look at Danny and look at his bike. And he goes, okay, yeah, he's leaned over. That's great. He goes, look at how far he's leaned over. And he's actually on a a smaller part of the tire. Mm -hmm. And then he would go and show Marquez and it was actually not leaned over as far. He, the, the rider, the person was leaned over more and Danny's, uh, and then um, Marquez's bike was actually up on more of the meat of the tire. So the Mm -hmm. bike was a little more upright, call it, but still way leaned over. But it was on more of a, it was on more of the meat of the tire. More contact. And it, more contact. And he's able to get on the gas earlier, have more traction coming out, get on the gas harder. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there's all those things. And obviously, too, technology like, is going to get better and, and maybe some rules and traction control and all these things that we, we you know, there's rules that we can't do some certain things with motorcycles and, and, and traction control and we can't change the cases and things like, you, you know, mm-hmm. like, so I think there is stuff you're going to see in the future that maybe rules might change, obviously. Dunlop works very hard on producing race tires and production tires and, and evolution is going to make those better. Just technology, what they're going to find out in the next 10 years, 20 years, whatever it is, like things just happen, things evolve. Right. So, um, looking back at like, you know, for me, like, yeah, I rode a 450 to, to, to my max or at the time my max. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't think that was that motorcycle's max. Really? Uh, I mean, I don't. I yeah, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I mean, I for sure you could. You, you, if somebody's willing to go faster and, and has is capable of going faster and has skill, I think you could have done it. Yeah. You know, I mean, for instance, look at James. James could all, all out go out and be faster than anybody. Now he didn't. He couldn't master it per se. Like he would crash mm-hmm. a lot of times, um, but sometimes he would master it maybe for that weekend. Yeah. Um, and pull it off. Um, but as for mastering that speed, like he never actually mastered yeah. it. Um, but I don't know if there was anybody at certain times faster than he was. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't think there was, you know, at certain times. Yeah. Okay. How about now then in comparisons? Like, is this like, I don't think Mitch is doing the suspension and stuff, but I mean, could you ride a stock bike all year? So somebody was talking about a race team the other day, and I was like, yeah, it'd be cool to start one, but I'm not starting one with my money. Would I be yeah. involved with one? I was like, yeah, I'll be involved with one. You know, like I'd li- I think it'd be something cool to, to dabble in, you know? Yeah. Um, and I was like, look, I said, ultimately, I said, the, I think a goal is for a race team, if I ever got involved and depending on my position in it, would, would be like, obviously, 
having factory support is a is a big deal. But I said, dude, a lot of these bikes are pretty damn good off the showroom floor. Mm-hmm. And I know Showa or KYB, like these guys, you can buy suspension from the, like them. And it's the same stuff that, you know, like say, like you can buy Mitch's suspension, mm-hmm. pro circuit suspension for for every ma- every bike out there, right? Yeah. Um, now, that doesn't mean you have Adam or Bones, say, yeah. uh, you know, um, tuning it. Mm-hmm. But you you have the option of getting um, those the the suspension. So I think that I think the goal would be if I started a team to be inside the top five. You know, like yeah. off off a of call it production bike. What's up, dude? Off a of production bike and 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 having good wheels and having a good package with a motor. It's not going to be the best, and you don't need the best. But I think that if in my prime you put me on a stock uh, call it stock, but like a production motorcycle, mm-hmm. I think I would one hundred percent be inside the top eight. Yeah. I think so. No, I'm in the house. It's okay. Okay, I'll get them. Oh no, we're we're in at the kitchen. So uh, yeah, I think 100%. I could have been inside the top 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 five, top ten. Yeah. Top ten for sure. I mean, I think five is wouldn't have been far fetched either. Mm-hmm. Do you have uh, anything? Do you have anything you want to say, Gage? <laughs> What are you going to say? Where'd you, where were you just now? Hey, tell me. Where were you? Tell the podium. Give me your podium. Give me your podium speech. No podium speech from Gage? What place did you get? Did you get first? <laughs> right on. Well, hey, it uh, obviously doesn't sound like that your, your family's back home. Oh, yeah. So... Let's wrap this up, and uh, it was good catching up. And again, RV Summer Camp and RV Cup. Is it one website, or are they two separate websites? Uh, GHORV Park. Um, you'll be able to find all of it on, but RV, RV Cup has its own has its own website. But GHORV Park, you'll be able to find all the stuff that's going on at the park, from PacWest to yeah. um, my dad's memorial race, the Dan Villapoto Memorial Race. Um and, uh, you know, whatever else what we got going on. So the RV summer camp and things like that. So, yeah. Cool, man. Well, hey, thanks for the time, and uh, we'll see you soon. All right. Thanks, guys. You've been listening to the Swap Moto Live podcast show presented by Ogio and hosted by my dad, Don Mera. Thanks for listening.